Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Yeah. It's best just to wash your face and go to bed. It is. It is. And just, reset. Start, just over. start over tomorrow. Okay. You heard it here. Wash your face. Wash your face. You'll Girl, be fine. Girl, wash your face. Girl, wash like your Hollis. face. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome to another episode of The Dueling Tigers. <laughs> 
Just kidding. You have the right podcast. It is questionably awesome, otherwise known as Q and A with Evans and Lori Craddock. Lori Craddock. <laughs> That's what our names would be if we were married. I think you'd be like, "It's my last name. I'm yeah, sorry. Take mine." Please. Carter's kind of a weird last name. Like, is life supposed to be harder? No, no. Craddock, it is <laughs> done. <laughs> So at least we have solved that. So I know that a lot of you started this podcast wondering if they got married, what would, like, whose last name? What would they do? Yeah. So you can definitely (laughs) rest easy today. And now we're going to get to some other good ones, but these are lower on the list. So (laughs) we... (laughs) We like to start with the tough ones first. And that's what they say you should do. Yep. Eat the frog first. Eat that frog. Which we just did. Yeah. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) So, but for real, what do you do at the first part of your day that's like hard in order for you to make everything else easy? Get up and take the early yoga class. Oh yeah. You do do that. I do. Yeah, but I can't say it's very hard when Josh Demel is there. So no, it's not. <laughs> touche. But touche. He's not been there lately. So it's, oh, it's just it me. is tough. Oh my god, it's almost worse because you have an expectation, and then yes. that is torn away from you. So you have to show up in the class with your heart already have been attached to another outcome. Yeah, I'm already broken when I walk in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't even I Can can't even top what I'm that. Going through. That's probably like the most emotional thing that I've heard in the last five minutes. Yeah. Believe it. Cause it's true. You have no wow. idea what I go through. <laughs> I, you know what? I've done a lot of like, I really try to help people, but I have no advice around that yet. There's none besides child's pose. Like just that's when Fetal they say, allow- <laughs> you're like, screw child's pose. I'm going back in. I'm going in. Let me in. Let me to any person around. Let me in. Get me in there. <laughs> why why oh, is everyone no. wearing such tight clothes? <laughs> yeah, Welcome back, well. everyone. So we would love to shout out our review of the week. Boy, do I have a good one. Are you ready for this? Let me buckle up. Buckle up for safety. Click. <laughs> this one's coming from Acadia Champagne. Whoa, no, she did not. Yes, she did. Bubble time. And here she goes. The Earn Your Happy podcast has everything one could need to harness their inner potential. I've been moved to laughter and tears listening to this podcast over this past year. Every episode adds value, brings new perspectives, reminds you to be the best you for your own sake. I've shared the podcast in every avenue possible. I can't believe I'm just now leaving a review. Lori, your insight is incredible. Thanks, Earn Your Happy podcast team. Katie Champagne, is that her name? Acadia champagne. Acadia champagne? Yep. Well, she just popped our cork. She. Um, we are so grateful for your review. I especially love that you either like champagne or na- renamed yourself. Yep. People are doing that now. Yeah. By the way, we're going to talk about that in one second. Okay. But we're sending her a mug mug. Mug mug for Acadia champagne. Wish it was a champagne flute. I do too, but she could put champagne in there. She could. Yeah, she can get ghetto like that. Yep. And be like jokes to on her you, boss. Coworkers. Like, yeah, it's what you do here all the time. You're yeah, like, Bills, coffee. <laughs> and I'm like, it's fizzing. No, it's not. <laughs> it's Elka Seltzer. No, it's not. My tummy hurts. <laughs> Again. And my brain hurts from you from being laughing. my boss. <laughs> 
Um, but speaking of changing your name. Yes. People do that here. They do. They literally are like, this name does not fit me anymore. And I get it. I totally Mm -hmm. get it. So anyone who has changed their name, I feel you. I've always, I've definitely always had the urge to change my name from Lori Wagner or Lori Harder to something like really. Like rainbow. Close. (laughs) Starfish. Star maybe. Star. Ooh, like Star Rinaldi. Oh yeah. She's amazing. Yeah, she's really cool. If you're listening, Star, we think your name is really cool. Yes. Um, Yeah. What would your name be? Uh, Princess. (laughs) With a Z. (laughs) I'm going to call you Princess. Princess. From here on out. Yeah. Princess. Princess. Come, Princess. Come. That would be so nice. Okay, Princess. Yeah. All right. I'll have to think of mine. All right, okay. so we got some quoted quotes, some QQs. QQs. What's yours? My quoted quote? Yep. It's, um, I'm reading this book called Come As You Are, and it's actually a women's sexuality book. Whoa. Yeah, it's really good. Whoa. It's so good. Okay, do tell. It's by the author's Emily Nag- Nagoski, and this is a quote from her book that I really liked. We know by now that there's no such thing as normal, or rather that we're all normal. We're all made of the same parts as everyone else, organized in a unique way. No two alike. I like that. It's just the whole book is about how we're all normal, no matter yeah. what. Everybody just is organized differently. So what does it have to do with women's sexuality? Um, So much. It's all about it. Like why the difference between men and women and mm. stress and how we handle things differently. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. I'm only on like page 40, but still. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast too. Like. Mm-hmm. Do you ever listen or I think we did we listen to Esther Perel together? I think or Esther Perel. I believe we heard her at Lewis House. Yeah, that's a crazy. She is like got so much wisdom. If yes. you guys have not heard of her, you can Google her TED Talk. But it talks about how like connection and intimacy kind mm-hmm. of crushes sexual intimacy. Yeah. But for the 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 two different reasons why, and it's just so interesting because I think a lot of different people struggle with it, especially as women are really getting, becoming super empowered and they're becoming business people. And well, yes. we have been business people for a really long time, but, but still, <laughs> but even more so and how that can affect us. And I think the more, just like with anything, the more self-awareness we have, the more books we can read, the more we can understand that we are so much alike Um, and also talk about it with our partners and with our men so that they can be fully aware of what's, you know, going on in our emotional world as well. Because I think so often, you know, different people express love in different ways. And for men, it's usually way more physical than women. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we're like, oh, hell no, I am tired and stressed out. Do not touch princess right now. (laughs) Princess does not want to be touched. It's all about that. <laughs> it's all about it. It's so interesting, Lori. Yes. It is. Yeah. It's crazy. It's and crazy. if princess wanted to be touched all the time, here's the thing. The world would be overpopulated. I yeah. don't know. That's my... <laughs> princess don't have time for that. Princess ain't got no time for that. All right. All right. So I think we've solved a, f- a yep. few more problems. Mm-hmm. All right. So I love that quote. I'm going to read you um, my yes, quote. Yes, your quote. There's three. 
I told you that. Yep. Told you prepare yourself. All right. But they're all the same thing. It's all about detachment. And I Googled this because I wanted quotes on detachment from just your identity in general, because Mm -hmm. I think that if we're truly going to show up as the person and become the person that we are meant to be in this lifetime, that you have to let go of all of the ideas that you think about yourself. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like princess might need to let go of how she thinks she is to become what she thinks she is. <gasps> Ooh, that's a good one. Cause she may not even be that. She may be that way because of aunt princess Yeah, or uncle princess. Uncle princess. You Who don't knows? even know. All right. Number one. Okay. Deta- well, this is from, oh, I cannot pronounce this, but I'm going to try. Okay. Al- Ali Ibn Abi Talib. I think I did okay. I think you did a good job. Actually, that sounded, made me sound really smart. Ali Ibn Yes. Abi Talib. Okay. Detachment is not that you should own nothing, but that nothing should own you. (gasps) What do you think, princess? I love it. I love it. Nothing should own you. No, that's amazing. And sometimes we get something that we think defines us so much that we're like, who would we be without it? Yep. Or someone. Yes. So true. When princess gets that prince and is like, I'm not a princess without my prince. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God. You still are. You still are. You still got your crown. Yeah. You're the, you're, you don't have to be attached you're Jasmine. to the prince. Mm-mm. You're Jasmine. No matter what. Even if the rug is gone. <laughs> you don't need that rug. Jazz. <laughs> you don't even need that lamp. <laughs> no, you don't. Two. Number two quote. Number two. Detachment doesn't mean I'm trying less hard. It just means that fears and emotions that used to torment and paralyze me no longer have the same power over me. So detachment doesn't mean I'm trying less Mm. hard. It just means the fears and emotions that used to torment and paralyze me no longer have the same power over over me. Kelly Coltrone. I've got one more. That one was was like a six. Uh, (laughs) Six out of 10? Yeah, I felt like I had to think about it. Okay. At first I didn't. Apparently I liked it at first. All right, number nine. Detach, (laughs) Detach from needing to have things work out a certain way. The universe is perfect and there are no failures. Give yourself the gift of detaching from your worries and trust that everything is happening perfectly. Anonymous. Ooh. So many people are named anonymous these days. Yeah. Who is this anonymous person? I don't know. It's like Socrates. But I liked what they said. I really did. Do you know where I could find a book by anonymous? Because I love all their quotes. (laughs) I have a ton of their quotes collected. I was just wondering, where's their book? Like I get a tattoo on my arm that's like, who's that by? Oh, it's by Anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> I've been trying to find a book, but no apparently it pro- was probably just thousands and thousands <laughs> of years ago. So it was probably written on a wall. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything's temporary. Yep. Forever. I, I heard a quote. It was like forever. Everything is temporary. Just like forever and ever. Everything is temporary. That's so true. Just constantly remembering. Rem- I am tongue twisted. Try dry. I think I. I think it's literally only because I've been talking like waffles so much that I'm. You sometimes are I start it. to. Yeah. Like sometimes you shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But you should. You're doing I, great. Keep going. I agree. Let's keep going. Okay. Do we have a question from a beautiful listener? Because yes, thank God for them. Well, <laughs> I got one for you from at Mallory zero. She asked, how do you find balance between privacy and self-disclosure? Hmm. 
I think we found a little balance in the beginning because I wasn't about to tear into your sex life on here. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you for that. Hey, mom, it's going down the road, mom. <laughs> Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Just but that's exactly it. Like for real, yep. like I, I'm going to go to an edge that's maybe uncomfortable, but also says that I'm just like you or that we're just like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I want to go to the edge of relatability. So in any story and in anything that you're sharing, use enough of the story that says, I actually do truly get you. I actually may really struggle with this. This is actually right. a big thing in my life, but I don't need to disclose details or pull someone in who doesn't need to be in. Unless you've agreed to those terms. So if you've agreed to terms with people in your life that you're like, whatever you talk to me about, that shit is going on my podcast. So be careful. Like I might have to start wearing a t-shirt like that. Um, But (laughs) no, that's not true because you would hold secrets. Well, not yeah. secrets. I not like secrets. secrets. Like you go around holding secrets. <laughs> Look, what's in my right hand and what's in my left hand? Got a secrets. bunch of secrets for you. <laughs> got a bag of secrets. <laughs> Just a bag that has secrets on it. Yeah, that's what I meant. Right. If one of your close friends confided in you, you wouldn't bring that on here. No, of course not. And so th- that's really huge too. Is that. There's many conversations that I know I could teach really well from and would make awesome podcasts, but I would never dream of it. I wouldn't even, it's not even a thing because you have to know what is valuable in your life to you. Mm -hmm. And that trust in those conversations are the most valuable thing to me. And also trust with my spouse and not ever making him feel embarrassed. And I'm sure I've said stuff that has, but those are also open conversations of like, hey, when you brought that up, I almost punched you in the (laughs) shin. Donkey bag. The donkey bag. Yeah. (laughs) In your purse. (laughs) In your satchel. You just don't know what that is. It could be under the elbow. Yeah. That's your weenus. Oh, wait. (laughs) You know that part on your elbow, the weird skin? That's really your weenus. It is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Google it. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to (laughs) punch you in the weenus. This episode just got, what's the X rating? And we already do explicit on these. Oh, okay. Well, because sometimes you, you swear. You never know where it's going to go. <laughs> weenus. It's true. The weenus. I'm telling you, your listeners know. Oh, I can't wait to use that word. <laughs> I want to make t-shirts, but that point to the elbow, that's like something about it. I yeah, don't know. Your weenus. <laughs> it's that stretchy skin. Have you talked to your kids yet about their weenus? <laughs> And if not, here's where it is. Here's how to check it. (laughs) So when wrestlers are doing that one move with the elbow, when they smack the bottom of their elbow and then they smack it onto the person's face, are they technically smacking their weenus and then smacking (laughs) the person in the face with their weenus? You know, I guess you did bring it there and I think it's true. I think everything you said is accurate, but there, I don't know if that's so much the skin. I don't know. (laughs) I... You need to Google weenus for me while you find me another question as well so I can change this whole topic. Okay, question number two comes from (laughs) at Baby Steps for big results. We assume our closest circle should be the most supportive, but it doesn't always work that way. What did you find the most valuable through the transition of becoming who you are now? Okay, so you and I heard an awesome quote this weekend from yes. Chris King, who this question got. So at Chris's mastermind this weekend, this a question. This question got asked, yep, right? It was it like, and this is the question that always gets asked of 2019 and of 32 BCE. Yes, like, and every year in between. 
It's the question of the apostles were like, Jesus, what do I do if my family doesn't support this message? And he was like, speak to everyone until the, until everyone is moved. And then your family will be like, Hey, you must be onto something. Wow. I mean, I don't know if that's That's actually, but it's kind of true. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good, Hey, I come from a religious family. You know what you're talking about. I do. And even though I wasn't on the Mount of Olives, I like olives. So, <laughs> you know, I don't like olives. I know. Black or green or col- like Kalamata. All of them? All of them. Just not interested. Oh. I'm really not. Oh, love. Anyway, back it, to. Oh, love. Oh, oh, love. Um, <laughs> so what did, what did Chris King say? He said, let me read this first. Friends and family won't support you until strangers celebrate you. Mm. Now, that was a mm, for sure. Mm-hmm. We were like, mm-hmm. everyone in the room was just like, of course, because yes. this is how it has played out for all of us, for anyone who's done something that's outside of your family's ideals or beliefs. So even if your family is like doing amazing big things, but maybe they've all been doctors. So yes. then an entrepreneur comes along and is like, you're doing amazing things. This is incredible. You're breaking belief systems of people, you know, exceeding expectations, except now I'm going to do something different. It's just about you're doing something different. So when you break that pattern, they obviously only don't support you because they don't think it will work. So they want you to be safe. They don't want you to fail. Now that isn't always the case. Some people are like, can't wait to see my brother (laughs) fail, but, (laughs) and that's not very nice. And that's not cool either. Yeah. But that's fuel for the fire. Yes, it is. So there you go. Um, but that is when you really, um, have to realize that you have to just stick to your path Mm -hmm. because eventually there are going to be strangers who are thanking you and being so grateful and your family and friends are going to see this and they're going to be like, wow, something must be working. Like these other people are really like using this person's advice or they have wisdom to give. So they start to listen. The thing is they just can't hear you they can't like get the information from you because they're not viewing you in that light yet. Cause mm-hmm. to you that you're still, you know, little Mary or little Timmy. Yeah. Throwing sand, Tim- like eating, like eating, you know, like dog poop out of yeah, the sandbox. Play-Doh. Yeah. <laughs> I meant Play-Doh. You meant Play-Doh. I never ate dog poop. <laughs> I bet I did. I think we both probably yeah. did. It's okay. We were like, Oh, we're chocolate. <laughs> We survived. <laughs> we were fine. Well, that's a good answer. Did I fully answer that? Yeah. What was the full question? The full question is, what did you find the most valuable through the transition of becoming who you are now? Oh, oh literally. Sorry. So creating my own, like hanging out with other people who were on that path so that when I did um, default into my own like insecurities and fears, when I would share it or talk about it, I would then have the people who's, you know, like they they were there to lift me up. Mm-hmm. For sure. And only listen to positive things. And don't go back to your family that doesn't believe in you when you're down. Because they're just going to be like, see, this is why you need to go back into chiropractics. And even if you are a chiropractor, that's awesome. That was an example. Right. I love me a good adjustment. Me too. Oh, man. Feels so good. Like, I get addicted. I'm like, can you crack me? Yeah. I've never been cracked, but I want to be cracked. Oh, man. Well, you're not a, you're a nut. You can get cracked. (laughs) And I want to get cracked today. (laughs) You should. And can you? Speaking of cracking, <laughs> Do you want me to try? <laughs> yes. <laughs> speaking of cracking, yes. We're about to crack you wide open with this question. 
I'm ready. It's from at Caitlin Hawkins. Love her. She well, says, I don't know her, but I she sounds awesome. <laughs> How do you become okay with letting go? All right. We're going to picture what is Kate letting go of? Maybe she's letting go of a, a relationship. Okay. So, a relationship, a job, a person, a yeah. title, uh, anything, right? But an it's old probably way of life. an old way of life. How do you get okay with letting go? Is that what she's asking? Yep. How do you do it? How do you do it? Okay. So, it, p- picture if you are holding on to like a rope on the side of a boat. <laughs> okay. I don't know where this is going. All right. I'm Get yourself it. on the side of a big, big cruise ship. Okay. And you see another lifeboat going by. Yeah. And the, sh- you, the ship you're holding onto is going down. It's no longer for you. Right. But this lifeboat is like going to take you to safety and they're yelling at you and you know it because they're like, we all did it too. Like yeah. we had to let go into safety and we're going to like, this is going to be the lifeboat to your next life. I promise you, we've been here before. Mm-hmm. This is what it looks like. So part of letting go is making sure people that you, um, on the next phase that you're going to, that you already are starting to set up your next lifeboat for where you're going. Oh. So as you are letting go, this is what it's going to feel like. You're now around the people who are telling you it's going to be okay, but they're also saying when you let go or before you let go, it's going to feel crazy. Your body's not going to want to let go. You just you're going gonna to have to count to three and you're going to have to push as hard as you can off of this and like mm-hmm. lean back and know that there's a point where you don't know if you're going to live or you're going to die, but you're going to live because we've been there before. I yeah. promise you. And when you land, it's going to hurt, but you're going to recover. And then we're going to take you off to the next beautiful phase of your life that's going to be even better than that ship that was already going down. So let what? go. That's what it feels like. That was awesome. And and Caitlin, I hope you're ready to let go now. Let go of the Titanic, Caitlin. Caitlin. Because your lifeboat with beautiful Brazilian models is coming through. Yes. And they're taking you to Brazil. (laughs) And it's going to be warm and lovely and a potty. It's going to be a potty. (laughs) But a little scary at first, but then great. Then great. Yeah. So, but you're going to have that free fall and you're not going to want to let go and it's going to suck and it's, you're going to cry and you're going to think that you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. That's for real. Even if you're letting go of a relationship or a job or anything, you're like, everything doesn't want to because your whole mind is made for safety. So it's like, don't let go. This is familiar. You don't know about the next thing. You're better holding on to the ship that's going down than letting go. Even though the people in the lifeboat are just up there looking at you like, is she an idiot? Right. Like just, like, just get on let here. go because except they've been there before. So all they can do is yell to you. So yeah, I like that metaphor. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I think you could really get cleaned up. <laughs> I hope no one ever is on a ship that has to get on a lifeboat. But it could what happen. if the lifeboat was going somewhere way better? You know, maybe I need to let go of that bad daydream. I think that- <laughs> I think there's some work to be done there. There's some work there and I'm letting go of it. I think that we just need to get you on another cruise ship (laughs) for seven days in a cabin with me. Ooh, that was fun. Seven days in a cabin with me. Yeah, bingo every night. Not bingo, trivia. Trivia every night. Trivia. (laughs) Oh, if you haven't heard about that, I think it's somewhere. Yeah. Evans and I were on a cruise ship together for seven days and seven, seven nights. days and seven nights. I think eight nights. Seven nights. Eight nights because eight one nights. night in Florida. Oh, yeah. 
two nights in Florida. <gasps> Do you know what was one of the most fun nights or days? The last of your day? life? What? <laughs> Of my life, the day we were in Florida and we went and saw that movie. Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. Which is now like, is it the number one movie and the number one actor? It should be. Because when I watched it, I didn't I say when I came out, I was like, that's going to be like the movie of, if it's not, the I'm going to talk decade. to somebody. I think you did. If not, I'm going to talk to the crossing guard on Montana and I'm going to let her know it should have been. <laughs> I love her with her little hat yes, and book. and her little red hair. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She would listen to me. She really would. You know, she's amazing. She's, she wears a visor. Yeah. And she has her book and she sits in her chair. Do you chair. think she's reading steamy romance novels? I she's, wouldn't be surprised. And when the kids come, she's like, dagnab it. <laughs> she probably has like a fake cover on it. <laughs> she does. It's like Grover. <laughs> yeah. And she's reading... 47 Shades of Purple. Ooh. <gasps> Wait, is Grover purple? 47 <gasps> Shades of Purple. 47 Shades of Purple. Out this spring. Out this spring. Mm. Written by Big Bird. All right. Big Bird. Oh, Lord. Oh, this podcast is X-rated Definitely today. getting a lot of X's. <laughs> Triple X. Triple X and Sesame Street yep. ratings. All right, so did we have another one? Or was that the last one? That was the last one. We did three. Oh, people just breathed out a sigh of relief. (laughs) It's over. Thank God I can let go. Oh, God, I got a little uncomfortable there. I didn't know how many more Sesame Street analogies we could have. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. All right, Evans, I got a last QQ. Okay. What do you do, like, in your super stressful moments, like when you want to throw in the towel? First of all, I want to hear the quick language in your head. Like when you have moments where you're just like, I like combustion in life, whether it's relationships, work, everything imploding, like just a lot of stress. And then what do you do to like get, start sorting it out? There was a bird that just flew by. There it was. Um, (laughs) What do I do? Okay. In my head, I say, I can't take this anymore. Everything's falling apart. Mm -hmm. I'm going to die. Just something casual like that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, not dramatic. No. Wow. You know, and then what I do is I just fall apart for a minute. Yeah. And then after I have my fall apart stage, you know what really helps? What? Your dog. Yeah. Having a dog really helps. Totally. Taking a walk. Mm Mm-hmm. Movement. Always for me. Um, Chocolate. Yep. For real. (laughs) Sometimes you need it. Mm Mm-hmm. Go walk and get a piece of chocolate. Don't yeah. like sit on your couch and eat no. a lot of chocolate. That could get a little worse. That could get a lot worse because mm-hmm. then you'll have a stomach ache. Because I've done that. Me too. And it didn't turn out very well. No. You'll get diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Neither do <laughs> pints of ice cream. So same, that's a start. Same outcome. What do you do? Um. Yeah, I, I tend to cry. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel it in that moment. And I'm like, what are you feeling? You're feeling crazy. And I let the crazy like wash over me in a moment of like, yeah. wherever I can find it, I try not to do that in public. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do it with friends, like I'll do it with friends or even here sometimes, but I'll try to like go and do it alone so I can actually let it out. Yeah. If I'm here, I'll either go for a walk or sometimes I'll just go shower. Like sometimes oh, yeah. like a shower will reset you when I'm like, I'm just, it's almost 
like resetting the day for me sometimes, water. Yes. I hear that from a lot of people, like water can be really resetting. It's almost like rinsing it away, like yeah. energetically too, because you guys, we are so, like we're so energetic that your energy can be measured from five feet. Like your heart energy can be me- measured from five feet outside of your chest. So I'm always like just washing whatever energy is like in your field away. Yeah. I feel like can really reset me, um, but always walking um, prayer. So a lot of times I'll just start saying things out loud. Like the prayer won't even make sense at first. It's like, please, God, I can't do this alone. Like, just take this. I'm so overwhelmed. Like, just this is for you. Like, this is not, you got to, you, this one's yours. Yeah. (laughs) Like I literally picture just like I'm tapping out. Um, And that prayer has always been like my literally most powerful, like saying those things out loud while Mm -hmm. doing those other things. I agree. And Mm -hmm. I think, I know when I get upset and call my mom, she's always, it's always at night when I get more upset. Have you ever noticed like night makes everything terrible? It's terrible. You have no willpower left. You're tired. You have like your anxiety. You're just, your willpower is down. Right. Like your normal, if you picture like a human, like your battery pack on the back, it's like super low. So, and, and those things take like a whole battery. Yeah. So if you don't have it, you just kind of are like, you just die not die but it's best just to wash your face and go to bed it is it is and And just start over over tomorrow okay you heard it here wash your face wash your face you'll be fine wash your face girl wash your face do you have a question for me yes qq if you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability what would it be hmm there's so many let me think the ability to not care when chosen. Wait, you chose when you didn't want to care? Yeah, I get to choose when I don't want to care. Like it's like if I have to go ask for something big, press yep. that I don't care button and I just go big and just, just ask whatever. Yep. When I go to speak, it's just I don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is gonna be awesome and just do whatever I want. If I wanna like like someone says a mean comment or I judge my body or I judge where I'm at. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And it's just like freedom. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Like it just to not feel attached to the very human side of caring. While I think that keeps me rather grounded and I would no longer have a podcast, but I would be doing. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know what to talk about. Maybe you could do a mental switch in your head and be like, press, pretend you're pressing the, I don't care button. Hmm. Like the easy button at like Staples. Easy button. <laughs> it's very similar, except it says, I don't care on it. And it's pink. Can we make a button like that for yeah. the podcast? So I like when I talk, care. you just hit it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> but that's powerful. Just those words. Like I might adopt that. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I don't. Right. You do what you need to do. Yeah. On that note, this is your permission to not care as much. Exactly. Because nobody else does. Right. Just let it go. Oh, my God. We're all consumed. Let, let it, it go. go. Let, let it go. go. I don't know the rest of the Me words. neither. But it's a great movie. It's a great movie, guys. And this was an ad for Frozen. Yogurt. Just kidding. <laughs> Frozen Yogs. Frozen Yogs. Sponsored. Sponsored ad by Frozen Yogs, which I would love. Me too. Right don't now. send it to me. Just kidding. Please yeah. do not. My friend Rob Murgatroyd just sent me a bunch of ice cream and it has cookie dough, brownies, it's coconut ice cream and chocolate chip. And it's been a problem. Is there any left? Oh yeah. Do you want to try it? No, No. for real. If you don't try it, I'm going to send you home with a pint. You're going to die. It's so good. Okay, great. It's the best ever. All right. On that note, we got to go. So until next time, everyone, earn 
you're happy. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you wanna create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're gonna customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. 
That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.